0: What's good guys, this week Julian Assange gets married. Douglas Murray releases a new book, using CRISPR to bring back extinct species, nanobots filtering water toxins, and death after an experimental xenotransplant. Is that the sound of whistleblowing or wedding bells? The well-known whistleblower Julian Assange is getting married. While we're happy for Julian and his fiance Stella, I'm sure this isn't the wedding date that we're hoping for. Just a few days ago, Julian's appeal against his extradition to the US was denied by the Supreme Court in London. As a result, the couple and parents of two young boys will be getting married in Belmarsh Maximum Security Prison, where Julian has been trapped for three years. The wedding is planned for the 23rd of March and a quarter of the wedding party will be prison guards. Before saying I do, Stella will be searched multiple times and will have to pass through security scanners and possibly sniffer dogs. But the bright side is that all this will be done wearing a beautiful wedding dress and an unmistakable corset designed by the longtime supporter of Assange, Vivian Westwood, who has also designed a tartan kilt for Julian in honor of his Scottish roots. Julian is a friend of thinking, and we wish him and Stella a very happy marriage despite these terrible circumstances. Is there a war being waged on Western values? Douglas Murray thinks there is, so he decided to write a new book on it. The War on the West, How to Prevail in the Age of Unreason will be released in the coming weeks and will tackle what Douglas sees as an intentional attack on reason, democracy, science, progress and other values that he argues are the backbone of Western civilization. The book will be built on His fascinating and timely books, The Madness of Crowds and The Strange Death of Europe, which we have signed copies for in The Thinking Shop, check out the link in our bio and now's the time to buy it as Afterpay Day starts today and you'll get 20% off. If you're into Douglass' work and you're concerned about how polarized and tribal our society has become or think we've lost our ability to think critically in an age of misinformation, then our Thinking Academy courses are for you. Both our critical thinking and politics and religion courses are taught by university professors. So sign up at that link in our bio. Two words, Christmas Island. What's the first thing that comes to mind? For Australians, it's probably this, human rights abuses. For other people, maybe you think of this. Long before detention centres and old men in red suits, there was the Christmas Island rat, also known as McClear's rat or Rattus nativitatus. It was one of the two native rats on Christmas Island. It was last spotted in 1903, and evolutionary biologists have tried to bring it back from extinction using CRISPR technology. They wanted to test whether it was possible without having its full genome, as they only had 95% from old, dried specimens and related species. Unfortunately, they didn't succeed at making a similar copy of the extinct rat, but it hasn't stopped them from wanting to try more ambitious experiments, like editing the genome of an Asian elephant to make it resemble a woolly mammoth. Are you interested in evolutionary biology? Sign up to our waitlist for our upcoming evolutionary biology course with Dr. Rob Brooks at the link in our bio. What's in your water? Even if you filter the drinking water depending on where you live in the world, there are still a huge amount of toxins and pollutants that make their way into our glasses or into our food via pesticides. An nasty one is, Atrazine, which can lead to cancer and low sperm counts. That's why chemical engineers are always looking for new ways to make our water healthier. And they recently had a breakthrough, nanobots. These nanobots are propelled and brought back using a magnetic field. They are also thermoresponsive, which makes the pickup and release of pollutants easily controlled by the temperature of the bot's environment. In a recent paper, scientists reported that the nanobots were able to collect over 70% of the water pollutants in a matter of hours. Based on this success, they hope that these tiny bots could play an important role in reversing environmental damage to our beautiful waterways. The first man to receive a pig heart transplant has died just two weeks after surgery. We reported on this exciting scientific milestone some episodes ago and we were very happy that the patient, David Bennett, who suffered from terminal heart disease was feeling well after surgery. But things soon took a turn for the worse and David's health started declining again. Despite the terrible outcome, his son is thankful that doctors tried this experimental surgery as a last resort. He said, we are grateful for every innovative moment, every crazy dream, every sleepless night that went into this historic effort. We hope the story can be the beginning of hope and not the end that's all for this week i hope you enjoyed it and if you're a curious mind perhaps you'd like to volunteer at our peter singer show at the end of this month sign up at the link in our bio or grab a ticket if you haven't already i can't wait to see you there until next time guys peace